You are about to experience the Drunken Peasants podcast, the greatest podcast in human history. Please recognize that this podcast is designed to be amusing and entertaining, and thus we engage in satirical comments, exaggerations, and even dirty jokes. If you are offended by such things, please go away and die. If you enjoy this podcast, we ask that you help to support its existence by contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash DP. Contributors get regular access to monthly private shows, special commentaries, Google Hangouts with the peasants, and more. If you don't want to do that, you can also support the show by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants to get a free audiobook and access to over 150,000 and audiobook titles, including great selections on science and skepticism. And if you shop on Amazon.com, we strongly urge you to use one of the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of our videos. You can help support the show simply by using our link to buy things you are going to buy anyway. Now that we've got all that shit out of the way, sit back and enjoy the show. From the frigid armpit of America, this is the Drunken Peasants Podcast with Ben and TJ, bringing you opinions of the news from an altered perspective. Suck it! Oh, 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 oh. There are starving children in the world, right? Show me, show me a child. Show me some empirical evidence that happened. Yes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Lick my butthole, he what the fuck is going on? Nothing, TJ. You're garbage. You're garbage, TJ. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and TJ. Where are you going, And Scotty Cena. It's the Drunken Peasants Early as Fuck Show. Yeah. Is, is that what you called it? Yep. And it's our 149th episode. Yes. So pretty soon we will be having the 150th episode, which yeah, but who cares? This is the 149th episode. This That's is a way good more one. significant. It is significant. It's more significant. How no. is it more? Uh, it's not. 150 is definitely <laughs> more significant. Human beings like things that are, uh, you know, de- uh, decimals of 10 and shit, and they also like things that are. Uh, Either a hundred or a hundred fifty. I don't know why that's always special. Every fifty is like a good thing. People in the chat room are starting to notice that Scotty hasn't been here for a while, and they're starting to get smart to what may have happened to him. TJ, what happened? Did I shove him up my ass? Is that what they think? Because <laughs> that's not true. No, it's not. It's not what happened to him. Shut up. <laughs> mm. 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 Fucking Scotty. Fucking Scotty. Yeah. I just I just swallowed him to catch the spider. <laughs> and I swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I'm not exactly sure what the deal with the fly was. No. I don't know why I swallowed the fly. I guess you'll die. Yeah, probably. Scotty is cutting off uh, circulation. <laughs> He's uh, overstuffed me. So the next show, the 150th episode... We will have... Uh, vegan gains. Vegan gains. Vegan gains! 
and also to to have an exchange with him the the vigilant christian mario yeah who uh well he has he has uh, something up his sleeve i won't reveal it here but it's real special yes you're going to see those uh christian powers put to use that's all i'll say so i don't care if you have to work if you have school i don't care what time it is where you live you must not meet you must not miss this yeah and uh go pester repsion to be on too because that'll be that would be yes go go to his twitter and be like go on the drunken peasants and face vegan gains yeah. Face the man who threatened you with death. Yeah, we, we'd like to have Mr. Repsion on also. Yeah. Actually, I'd love to have them both here in the studio. We could, give them, <laughs> we could give them both knives. It'll be like Thunderdome. Yeah. Two men enter. One man leave. But uh, honestly, if Vegan Gaines wins, we'll probably just kill him too. <laughs> if Repsion wins, he can go. He has proven his, his, his mettle at that point. Any other announcements you want to make? Um, I would just say go watch the announcement video that we uploaded to our channel because we talked about a lot of stuff in there that's important to this channel going forward, and people should watch that. But I'm not going to regurgitate it all here. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess um, we could shill T-shirts a little. Yeah, T-shirt shill. Woo-hoo! Shilling the T-shirts like the sellouts that we are! Someone can make that into a yeah. graphic, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got the TJ is garbage shirt, and uh, that's clearly true. And, by the way, that garbage thing has ruined my life, so thank you, ha- guys. Did it ruin your life? It has ruined my life. Really? I, I, How so? Because it went from having a deal. Well, I guess you kind of improved my life with it, really, but it's in a sad way. Because I went from hearing constant banana jokes everywhere I go to now I just hear garbage jokes wherever I go. <laughs> Isn't that better? I guess so. I never shoved a garbage can up my ass to anyone's knowledge, so. There is a banana on the shirt, though. Yeah, but, you know, the banana's getting more and more downplayed. Pretty soon it'll just be, like, the size of a lapel pin. Uh, <laughs> we got the uh, the official Drunken Peasants Smoke Pan Everyday shirt. I have a copy of that shirt, and it's actually, it actually fits me, even though it's a 3X, so it's it's got a good long, like, body to it. Yes. Um, and it's really good quality. I mean, like, I was really impressed with it. I mean, like, it, it feels nice. You get compliments. Yeah, I've gotten compliments on it, and it just feels nice. Like, you can, you, when you feel the print on the front, you know it's good quality. I'm not going to... Our $12.99 shirts are not... Or, I'm sorry, they're actually $12. Our $12 shirts are not the same level of quality, but they're 12 bucks. But that shirt, the Drunken Peasant Smoke Pan Every Day official shirt, that's a good quality fucking shirt. Yeah, so's the hoodie, the band TJ hoodie. Yeah, that's another one. And, of course, winter is coming up, so you want a hoodie. That's not a really a ba- that bad of a price for a hoodie either. You know, Scotty has vanished, and no one knows where he is, and no one's buying his fucking shirt. You guys are fucking <coughs> despicable people. Maybe we, should have so- Maybe we should sell a shirt that said, where's Scotty? <laughs> Can you find him? Uh, I wonder how many times we have to have Paul on the show. Scotty will be back by the next show. He will Good. be there for the 150th show. Good. Because everyone misses Scotty. I know I do. 
Because, you know, sometimes you just want to take a break and you just want to let Scotty ramble and dig himself a hole. <laughs> and you just, like, kick your legs up on the table like, ah. <laughs> let Scotty draw the heat. Scotty does draw the heat. Yeah, you know, because he's, he's the heel. And, you know, the, the dynamic, it's, it, it doesn't work as well when you don't have the heel. You need you need the heel to draw the heat so that the the faces look better. Someone in the chat said Repsion is streaming on Twitch right now. Well, get his ass to just tell him to fucking <laughs> stop fucking around on Twitch. Get his ass on the Drunken Peasants. Not tonight, but Wednesday night. Tell him it's our 150th episode, and we would be very honored if he would join us and his good pal Vegan Gains. So that, you know, there could be a face-off and some drama and some bloodshed and people can cheer and chant, chant Jerry, 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 Jerry. But we're replacing <laughs> the Jerry chant with DP, 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 DP. Fuck yeah. Yes. That's the kind of show we be, motherfuckers. We be in your face. We don't fucking sugarcoat shit. No. We bring bitter enemies together, not to fucking have them resolve their differences, but just to fucking have them fight for your amusement. Shaking the box. Yep. Sh yeah, shaking the box with the monkey and the rattlesnake in it. All right. Let's so see what happens. Moving on with tonight's program, uh, we got a interesting troll or not a troll. Remember the time we played that before our show? Yeah. Kind of inviting everyone to decide whether or not we're trolls. But it wasn't even intentional. All right, so I, I pretty much, you know, I've watched this and I already know that it's a troll. <coughs> okay. Like, so in my opinion. You say troll. Let's see what I say. It's, um, this is Moose here. By the way. And, um... We do need I, a tie graphic because we have a we have a not a troll graphic and we have a troll graphic, but for occasions where there's an even number of people here and ties have occurred, so we should get a tie graphic. I want to make this quick video on why. Um, uh, oh yeah, why atheists are dumb, <laughs> and uh, my first reason is because. Yeah. So I have this Bible teacher, uh -huh. and she's 60 years old. Okay. And if she's 60 years old, I mean, she's really wise, and she's way wiser than you. Yeah. And she says that's that sound. Sexist, so. And you're like. There's no 60-year-old oh. atheist, you know? I've not seen one. <laughs> Richard Dawkins, he's what, like. Is he, is what he is he 70? <laughs> no, no. I think he's in his 20s, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. He's maybe late 30s, at the very latest, you know. No one who's 60 is an atheist, because by that time, you've, you've, you've gleaned the wisdom of life, and you've realized that, of course, there's a god. You know? If there wasn't a god, who, who's always fucking with you? Only 20, right? And, um, <coughs> yeah, so she's way more wise so and, is this green um, ring telepathically communicating with me? Is that what's going on here? Second reason. Second reason. Gotcha. Um, I'm a talking ring. There must be a god. Um. Oh yeah. It looks like so, some avant-garde testicles in the background there. Say that um, we came from monkeys. Okay. You, you haven't come too far. 
Um, <laughs> this I say troll. Yeah, it, I mean the title of the video is it's spelled A T H Y I S T S. This is clearly someone hamming up stupidity for right. the amusement. And it, it even says like uh, in the description to the video, it says like my idol is G Man and stuff like that. Yes, this so. is this is a troll. Yes, we both rule. Troll. Troll, troll, troll. Right. So uh, someone did make us a crazy people segment. Sweet. I will have them linked in the description uh, of this video after the live stream is ended. Let's take a look. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. I, I guess this is kind of our test to see whether or not we can get away with that. Too. Yeah, let's let's see. Yeah. Hopefully the entire episode isn't like, oh, shit, you guys stole the X-Files. For, for 10 seconds? Yeah. No, that's probably fine. I would imagine that's fine. Yeah. All right. I could be wrong. You so know with that YouTube content ID shit. <laughs> Starting off our uh, crazy people segment. One time I picked my nose and I showed the camera and it uh, content ID'd as Twilight, so. <laughs> oh, by the way, any of you that missed our last video, um, our last show got flagged for using a song that we didn't even use. Yep. We used an audio clip that a song had sampled. Yeah, we the Pokemon Preacher. You guys remember? Pokemons is evil! And apparently a song sampled that, and then because we played the clip that the song sampled, YouTube thought we were the song. Yep. <laughs> uh, All right. So God bless ya, YouTube. God fucking bless ya. First video is the Vigilant Christian. Uh, he's finally addressed whether or not he was the same person in the newspaper that got busted with weed. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> if he says no, he's lying. Hey everyone, it's the Vigilant Christian Mario, and you're here for a different kind of video. I wanted to address a rumor that's going around that rumor, huh? I was busted with weed in July of 2014. Mm. And I wanted to tell you that it's true, and tell uh, you exactly on. what happened. Because Why did you describe it as a rumor then? I mean, when you start off the video saying you want to address a rumor, you don't then, you know, just confirm the rumor. It wasn't a rumor. People had seen that, yes, you had been arrested for this charge. We knew it was you. The age and name both and location all matched. So there was it was never a fucking rumor. It wasn't like people were just you know, maliciously spreading this unfounded lie. But I guess uh, you kind of specialize in unfounded <laughs> lies, don't you? Okay. Many of you are jumping to conclusions and thinking a whole bunch of stuff, and what? I figured, uh, hey. We're, we're thinking that you got busted with a little bit of weed. Yeah. That's all we were thinking. No, uh, what conclusions were, were jumped to? Mario's running an international drug ring. Oh, he is. Wow. Yeah, now that you mention it, I'm going to jump to that uh, conclusion. Well, I mean, if that were the case, he'd probably be in prison right now. So. Yeah. 
Well, probably know, not. This is probably just the uh, the pre-bust phase of his life. You know, he, he looked like he was living in a pretty ritzy place. He probably has cocaine and hookers. <laughs> Why not make this video and let you know how it kind of played into my journey and what I learned from the experience. All things that we go through will be used for our good. All things work out for the good the for those who love Christian. God and are called according to his purposes. Even our big mistakes. Did he misspell well, his name, by the way? Yes. It says the Vig Viglin. Viglin Christian. <laughs> <laughs> he was high when he made this fucking video. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe this wasn't him. Maybe, maybe he took this screen cap from someone it's, else. It's the evil spirits that entered his mind while he was doing yoga. Yeah. Oh, look. Viglant. Viglant Christian. Viglant. We gotta call him that next time. Uh, hey, how's it going, Viglant Christian? Mistake of mine. So, I definitely learned some things, and I wanted to share that with you. So, what happened is in July of 2014, I found myself uh, in that you know, season of my life. Uh, to be going through a really, really hard time. I had um, started to see someone who I wasn't happy with. I actually make a, made a video. You can go check it out. Uh, it's about how never to settle. I had settled. Yeah, by the way, I had Mario, you know that person that you uh, are talking about right now contacted me? Were you aware of that? I didn't uh, use any of the things they told me, but they did tell me some things. <laughs> okay <laughs> just you know felt horrible i mean i, I was like man I, i'm stuck in this relationship i'm not happy uh, i started to fall into anxiety and depression and how i've always dealt with anxiety and depression in, in the past is i used smoke to just get no high and smoke it away the anxiety would go away temporarily and i would feel better so for a long time i believed but that marijuana was actually Jesus. helping my anxiety and i used it for that purpose so that's essentially what I was doing. Uh, I was using it to ease my anxiety. You can go cool. on my uh, Facebook page. You can see a video I did way back, and I, I asked for prayer because I was struggling with anxiety. So that was a time that you know I was dealing with anxiety, and you know I, I it's those instances Where's, in which I would resort to pot. Was there? I'm, I'm not sure what he's saying, but I think I think there's he might have been suffering from like anxiety, you know? Yeah. I think there was there was probably anxiety. Like going on. like like he thought maybe people were out to get him. Yeah, there was anxiety happening. I wonder why though. Is this around the time he was getting into Alex Jones and shit? Oh uh, uh. man, you know, there was <laughs> there was like a something about like some kind of a, a aluminum alu aluminumati aluminumati. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you know, he was he was seeing triangles and shit everywhere. So you know, it's no wonder he was anxious. It would just take away whatever was uh, hindering my mind. I mean, my it, it obviously produces an altered state. So I would no longer be thinking about the things that cause me worry and anxiety. And because of that, I associated it with relief. Hold on. And I figured that it... <laughs> Is that how... That's not really how weed works. <clears throat> I mean, I've never smoked weed and then it's like, I just stopped thinking about my problems. Like... If anything, it, like, kicks your brain into, like, high gear in a lot of ways. You become very, like, internal and introspective. At least I do. I don't know. What would you say, Ben? I, 
I would say I'm about the same as you. Yeah, I mean, he he's acting like it's an, an escape from your problems. I think it maybe just makes you care a little less and contextualize them differently. Yeah. But I don't. I, I've never really seen it as something that like gets your mind off of it, you know? No, and sometimes it can contribute to you overanalyzing things. Right, sure. Yeah, you, you, can, you, can get, you can find yourself in that overly analytical pot-fevered rush mindset where your brain is like going a million miles a minute while your body is like a slug. I'm not a little fuck worse than Michael Jackson. Shut up, Scotty Cena. Scotty Cena. contribute nothing. What? That, that's his opinion wow. of the Vigilant Christian. Is it? Yeah. What else do you think of him? I can beat the fuck out of you with the moon of my little finger. Wow. Strong words from Scotty Cena. I can beat you, faggot motherfucker. <laughs> why, why so homophobic, I, I, Scotty I, Cena? He, he just is. I don't God. know. He, he has a lot to learn. Well, yeah, I mean, like, drag your feet into the 21st century, Scotty Cena. Holy shit, the mouth you got on you. I'm, I'm offended. I'm it rarely did. offended, oh, but I am now, offended. Now, this is a big debated issue, medical marijuana. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But I just want to point out some things here. You have to keep in mind, uh, when I came to Christ, I came uh, a drug addict. Uh, I've partied, and, and that was my life for the longest time. Uh, I remember there was a point in my life I'd done speed for like three and a half months straight. I was having binges. <laughs> it doesn't show sleep at all. For like 10 days, and well, I, mean, I don't think it lasted 10 days. I think the longest I ever went was six days, and I was really skinny, unhealthy. Hey, guys. Uh, it wasn't a good... I used to be a drug addict, but then I discovered the world is controlled by an evil shadow government, and I found Jesus. And now I'm totally good. <laughs> I have powers now. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. I, I had no idea that he thought he had powers. He has powers. All Christ, all Dis true Christians have powers. Did he say discernment? Yes. Something about like grand discernment or some, some shit like that place for me. And this is before God, um, obviously. Um, and when I came to God, I had a lot of baggage and it didn't all get unpacked all at once. Let me tell you that. Uh, it took a little while. And I just want to encourage all of you who are maybe in that situation where you're coming to God and you're coming with a lot, a lot of baggage and what if uh, you're from coming the world, in addictions God? and things. What then? Just in coming before him, in front of him, TJ. All right. So he's watching. Yes. While you mid nineties Kevin Nash it up. Yep. Mid nineties Kevin, Kevin gnashing of teeth. <laughs> mid nineties Kevin gnashing of the teeth. Yeah. Things like that. <laughs> that, that was um, Ben's joke. Be gentle with yourself and patient with God and you because it's going to be a process. You're now going to be regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit and these things will start falling off and you need to, to believe oh, in shit. that. You're touching it too much God if it's falling going to deliver you from any addiction that um, is in your life because I'll tell you from my own personal experience, any drug use as a Christian only separates you from God, period. It's not going to draw you closer to the Lord at all. And well, this is going to be the dilemma why do you, why where you're addicted all these to something, now you're born again, then. and you know it's not good for you spiritually. So the conviction of the Holy Spirit will start to uh, come upon you and show you and reveal to you that these things are not good. But it's a process, and uh, be very careful for uh, those on. who don't. What if someone, like smoked weed and then prayed to God like they used it as like a 
a tool to talk to God and to make their mind more receptive, and they claimed they had results, would Mario say, that's bullshit, that's bogus, that's not how it works, or would he, would he have to lend it some credence if he felt this was a truly spiritual person? Maybe I should ask him that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's it's hard to think though it's hard to even imagine what it would be like to think the way he does. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I guess. He is pretty out there. I'd like to if I you know, I I've always wanted to uh start writing fiction. Uh, he would be an interesting character basis to put a character like him in your book. Him and, and a character like Gale. Yeah, you know. It's fun to write about crazy people and try to get in their heads. So, that's just kind of an aside. Uh, here's here's the next video on our crazy people segment. Okay. Crazy people. Alex Jones here with a breaking emergency news alert and okay. analysis. Sweet. It is... <laughs> Saturday, September 5th, 2015. Months ago, back on June 20th, I put out a special report called Total Emergency Alert, Elite Are Now Evacuating. (laughs) And I break down how they're sending MRAPs to all the local departments saying get ready for civil unrest, get ready to fight the Tea Party. I pointed out how we're having all these announcements from the world government by the Pope and the rest the of the party the elite doesn't really seem like it's as big of a deal lately no it's definitely gone downhill and they've never get ready to fight the tea party yeah i mean like uh, have you seen the tea party they're all they all look like alex jones yeah they're like over the hill like over the hill middle class middle class middle aged old to old kind of like hobbling around with their like awkward guns and shit i mean any military force worth its salt would have no problem dealing with the tea party in a quick and orderly fashion yes (laughs) i mean i'm sorry (laughs) preparing and pulling their money out of stock markets in the u.s europe but especially china you now see that's begun to happen I showed you mainstream news articles where elites are buying armored redoubts in northern Canada, the Ozarks, uh, New Zealand, the Cook Islands. I talked about my sources that said all hell is about to break loose. So do you think he's full of shit? Do you think he knows that he's full of shit? Uh, You know, every time I see um, someone like this... I always have that question in my mind, like, is this a true believer or is this a charlatan playing off of people's stupidity? And with Alex Jones, I think it's kind of a little bit in the middle. I think that he really does kind of believe this stuff, but I think that he probably understands that his journalism is pretty shoddy. Uh, And I think he intentionally overstates his case to... Uh, get his audience lapping that shit up like all the end is coming all civil unrest on the horizon (laughs) but I mean like this is the same old song and dance this guy has been doing for years and years civil unrest is always right on the horizon and you know what eventually he's gonna be fucking right because of course there's civil unrest there's problems in this country it's not a fucking secret yeah Alex Jones has been doing this stuff 
for a very long time, even before George Bush was president. Yeah, I mean... This, George this, Bush number two. This is the, the same old song and dance from Alex Jones, and, you know, it's pretty much just hyperbolic, you know, verbal diarrhea with an occasional good point thrown in just to confuse you. By the fall. Since then, we've seen stock markets fall massively around the world, <coughs> starting in China, the United States. We've seen private central banks probably Markets up. fall. We see the federal the markets go up and decision. down. Yeah, like our- sometimes they go down really fast. Sometimes they go up really fast. Sometimes it's a gradual climb or descent. Right. I mean, economies are always uh, going to be vulnerable to the boom and bust cycle, and with fiat-based currency you're going to see a lot more of that sort of volatility. Whereas, you know, with something like the gold standard, markets are really more stable on the gold standard. But the problem with the gold standard is that if there's a crash, there's not much you can do to influence the market to fix itself. You're just, you're going you're gonna to have to go through a slow, arduous recovery. That's why we fucking abandon that sort of uh, system. But, you know, people like Alex Jones, they probably do mostly favor, like, the gold standard where yeah. money is tethered to the specific resource as if gold has some inherent value. Gold is not really even a resource. It's a mineral that people decided was valuable. Yeah, I mean, it's basically we're, because we're stupid cavemen who are like, ooh, shiny rock worth stuff because yeah. shiny. Yep. It's like, uh, okay, you're simple-minded. But, um, you know, I don't know. That was maybe somewhat of a digression, but it kind of ties into the mindset of someone like Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh, on increasing or decreasing uh, interest rates, sending shockwaves, we are enslaved by the private central banks who are eugenicists and who want a world financial collapse they control to consolidate power. So June, July, Okay, hold on. If those, August, hold on. If those banks one, two, wanted a financial clap, collapse, they could easily engineer one. It wouldn't have taken them this long. They could just do it. There's nothing stopping them. The reason they don't want to do that is because it doesn't even make sense from their position. They don't want society to collapse so they can consolidate power. They already have a fucking shitload of power. You know, who wants to preside over some shitty, destroyed society? You don't, you, that's not what anyone wants. You want to preside over some, you know, great, prosperous society. People in the chat room are saying gold is good in electronics. Sure. I'm sure it has uses. <coughs> but it's expensive. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's mostly just... I mean, like, let's face it, the, the historical reason why gold is valuable is not because it's useful in fucking electronics. It's, it's not as valuable as it was a few years ago. Yeah. It, it peaked out uh, a few years back. Gold, the value of gold tends to go up when the economy is worse. Right. Because people start buying more of it. Right, because they figure, you know, this is always worth something. Right. And it, and it pretty much is. All right. You want to move on? Sure. Here's uh, someone that made a video about Armored Skeptic and Shoe on Head. A negative video. Yes. <clears throat> I think he's on Jenny McDermott's side. Sweet. Hello there, YouTubes. Hi. Um, now, this one might be something of an audience refining video for me. Okay. Um, and basically, I, don't I like that terminology, honestly. Um, if you're offended by what I have to say in this video, 
or you're upset with what I have to say in this video, then please feel free to unsubscribe and follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Wow, he's today. got balls, dog. Go fuck yourselves. Right? Go Here fuck yourselves if you're offended. Um, Go fuck yourselves, in, uh, you fucking cretins. A fellow YouTuber called Jenny McDermott. Yeah. Um, and I'll forestall the obvious, usual fucking drivel that people come out with about white knighting. Okay. Um, I'm not white knighting, um, in the slightest, right? How do you think I'm trying to get with her when she lives 6,000 fucking miles away? It's ridiculous. I mean... The term white knighting is pretty stupid anyway. I mean... There's like a very rigid set of circumstances where that term applies, but people just go hog wild with their application of the term. So it's pretty much lost all meaning. <laughs> it's pretty much anytime anyone defends anyone else, they're white knighting for that person. Especially if they're opposite genders. Yeah, that that does get thrown around a lot. It just gets taught it get, it gets bandied about so much that the term is basically useless because real white knighting is when someone is clearly motivated solely by their desire to get laid by the person they're defending that's white knighting and nothing else and is. that's kind of hard to prove <laughs> right sometimes it can be kind of obvious it's pretty obvious yeah all i was interested in was <laughs> my bollocks right i live about a 10 minute drive something like that away from the red light district I could go how and do dare that. you attack sarah's milky Getting white laid, skin um, and, uh, uh, by the way, to people who make that kind of fucking bullshit argument, I'd just like to say, it speaks volumes about the, the sort of moral caliber of yourselves, mm -hmm. because you can't conceive of any other reason why someone might speak out in favor of women's rights or in support of a woman in any way, other than trying to get laid, because that's the way that you see women, isn't it? Yeah. That's all you give a fuck about. You just right. see women as a place to stick your dick. That's, that's it. And that's Nothing why you else. Can't <laughs> any other reason why I might speak out in support of something like this? Man, so, you know. pause this for a second. Let's just talk about how much we don't respect women. Man, women are fucking garbage. About the only thing a woman is good for is sticking your cock in. But even that is overrated. You know, you can stick <laughs> your cock in another man, and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. That's legal now. Gay marriage is recognized, so we can pretty much phase women out at this point. We don't need them. So you've joined uh, MGTOW at yep. this point? Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm full MGTOW now, guys. <laughs> I don't even talk. To, if you're a woman, don't even try to talk to me. Don't even fucking try to, to oppress me with your womanness, all right? I don't need that shit. Sausage fest all the time, year-round. Women are worthless. Fucking useless. That's how I feel. That's my heartfelt belief. This guy showed me what I really truly think inside, you know? I've been holding on to all these bullshit notions of equality and, you know, respecting women and, you know, caring about them as people and all that shit, but I'm done! Because I realized that was all just a flimsy pretense to hide my true MGTOW ways. <laughs> MGTOW is so retarded. It's a stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid. And people ask me, I, I mean, people will come to me and they'll say, why is MGTOW stupid? And I'll just be like, you know, if you don't see why, I don't see how I could possibly explain it to you. I just feel bad for them. It's like, how do you not see this as stupid? It's basically like, 
um, even though you're a heterosexual male and are interested in uh, women, you should just not do that because some women are mean and society occasionally has a double standard that disadvantages you. You know, uh, Patrick Coleman, the uh, the guy that we had on our show quite a while back, he's a MGTOW person, but he's gay. <laughs> well, you know, it's easier for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, that's true. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> anyway, right. Um... There's no point of even being... Why even state that you're a MGTOW if you're gay? I mean, there's no... <laughs> You've totally... There's no impetus for you to get with a woman anyway, so it's like, you know... It's I like, don't know. It's like bragging that you're a vegetarian when actually you're allergic to meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, think about who we're talking about here. Yeah. And All right, go ahead and get on with the fucking video. Videos, and I'll leave a link to uh, both of those in the uh, description box. Mm -hmm. uh, the first of which was a couple of days ago, when she outed the armored skeptic as a sexual harasser. No, she actually um, didn't. And she went through the uh, private message conversations that they'd had uh, some time ago where he clearly wants the... Sort of yeah, and there was nothing in those conversations that made it seem like he was even sexually interested in her. So she actually just made an unfounded accusation against him. She didn't even claim that he was interested. She claimed he tried to fuck her. Yeah. That's the title of the video. That clearly did not happen. Or if it did, no evidence was presented that it did. So it, it's not really worthy of respect as a claim. Get in there with her um, and uh, sexually harasses her and uh, a number of other women. Um, one of whom kills herself, uh, and he plays the whole, the whole you know, um, he pretends to be cut up about it, but clearly doesn't actually give a fuck, because he just carries on doing the same shit again. Um, and all, by the way, uh, whilst he was married, it seems. Yeah. And um, was lying, certainly to Jenny, by omission, um, that he was, uh, by not telling her that um, he was married. Um, well, when uh, he was on the show, he said that they both talked about their problems in their current relationships with one another. So he did admit to being in a relationship. He didn't say he was married. So her version of events and his version of events are contradictory. And she never presented any evidence that her version of events was true. So why should we believe her version of events and discount his version of events? If anything, we should be totally fucking neutral. I mean, I'm just not impressed with the fact that she felt the need to make it public regardless. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything. It was clearly nothing to do with her uh, championing women. It had everything to do with her championing herself by attacking a larger channel, which is behavior that she has uh, all but admitted to in several of her videos. And also, it's just obvious by her actions over the course of her channel's history. Next. <laughs> hey guys, it's David, and I want to kind of do a midweek video. Oh, he doesn't look crazy. For, for you guys here. Is he Has crazy? Something that's on my mind, uh, heavy, uh, yesterday and today. Okay. Well, it's been on my mind for over a year, but I want to kind of get it out there. And um, and that's the this anti-police mentality that uh, uh, I have just seen well, grow stupid. out of control in this country. 
that started over a year ago, I'd say, probably started with, with the with the with the Trayvon. Dude, the anti-police mentality in this country has been uh, growing beneath the surface far longer than a year ago, okay? A year ago. That's <laughs> when it started. No, it started a long, long time ago. Uh, what about all the unions who were busted by police? Don't you think they probably had somewhat of an anti-police mentality when they were fighting for workers' rights and shit like that? Or the black people who had dogs sicked on them during the civil rights struggles of the 1960s? You don't think they had an anti-police mentality? I'm sure they pretty much did. I mean, what about Cop Killer back in the fucking 90s? Um, the police have always been... I mean, there's always people who are going to have a conflicted relationship with the police because the police are upholding the fucking rules and edicts of those in power, and we're not always always going to agree with the people in power. Saying that you agree with the police is saying that you agree with the fucking ruling elite class that controls the country. And I don't think that most people actually feel that way. I think most people are pretty resentful towards the the power brokers who fucking, you know, just uh, pull strings and wield influence. And the police are basically in their fucking pocket, so. It's not just a, like, oh, I'm reacting to this because, oh, <laughs> the bad policeman did the bad stuff and the news said they was bad, so now I think they bad too because I'm easily led and stupid. <laughs> that seems to be how you're trying to characterize it, and that's not quite how it is. On Martin incident. Um, I'm not going to school you all on what's going on. You won't know what's going on. You won't know what's Thanks, out buddy. there. But there's a specific incident that happened down here in the Tampa Bay area. Okay. I believe yesterday or Monday that really got me going. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm one of those people. I'm usually at a zero. And you can, you know, I'm, I'm an elected official, father of two. I run a business. You can call me every damn the book I've been called. It, I'm going to be at a zero. But I go from but when you get me to the point where I'm going to go off, I go from a zero to ten in about five seconds. And, and that that's terrifying. <laughs> Why would you? There's no middle ground with him. Yeah, it's like you know, there's no warning when I'm going to get angry. I I'm usually calm as as can be. But then every once in a while, I'll just snap like a crazed dog <laughs> and rip your fucking face he's off. He's like he's like the. Uh... Like, you know, half the dialogue in No Holds Barred. <laughs> That's this guy. He just hulks out. Yep. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. That's where I was at when I read this and story. And he's wearing green. So, as you know, we've had various movements and things go on recently where there's this anti-police... Bowel movements. <laughs> police mentality, F the police, all this mess, just, just disgusting garbage. And uh, there was an Arby's restaurant here in Tampa Bay. Uh -huh. um, now, I don't eat fast food. Y'all probably look at me and think I down double cheeseburgers, <laughs> but I think... Most fast food is disgusting. I do not eat it, and I certainly don't do. I certainly do not eat at Arby's. That place is gross. Okay. Oh, TJ, he insulted I, your Arby's. What a piece of shit! I have not eaten Arby's in probably I don't know a while, six or seven months. But so. you did. You did adore Arby's. Yeah, sure. You know, I would eat Arby's again. But um, yeah, I I, I pretty much agree. I've tried to cut fast food down pretty significantly, but um. Anyway, this guy, yeah, he, he dissed Arby's, and that's pretty sad, you know, because he's a fat guy. 
And fat people aren't supposed to diss Arby's. I believe it's, it's I, I live in North Pinellas County. I believe it's Arby's. It was in Pembroke, <gasps> Pembroke Pines, I think, and that's South Pinellas County. I Why is he, 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 you know, you you already stuck the dagger in Arby's, man. <laughs> you got to twist it, too. I mean, fuck. We get it. You don't like Arby's. You got to be so fucking mean. You know, there's a fucking line. He hates curly fries. <laughs> the fries are good, man. I don't go down county. That's south of here. Anyway, this, 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 you know, police officer in her uniform, minding her business, going there with what I presume was her lunch break to, to, to try and get a bite to eat, but between calls of God knows what, she rolls up, and the woman, I believe it was a woman, I'm going to link the news article down below, okay. the woman at the window, was it at the window or inside, I'm not sure, regardless, would not serve her because she was a police officer. Okay. Yes, I said I said that correctly. I know I stutter. I did not stutter on that. They would not serve her because she was a police officer. All right. Well, she should be fired. That's that's pretty much all that needs to happen there. Yeah. You know, if your job is to serve customers, you're not you know, you're not you're not allowed to like morally preside over your customers. Can we just agree on that across the board? Because yes. this this stupid shit keeps cropping up where it's like, I'm not going to serve this person because I don't approve of their lifestyle. You know, I'm not going to sell a cake to a gay wedding. I'm not going to sell a fucking roast beef sandwich to a cop. It, it, you know, if you're in a service industry job, your job is to fucking serve people. End of fucking story. You're not there to fucking sit there and say, I don't approve of what you are or what I think you do or anything like that, so you're not getting served here. No. Your job is to fucking serve. Refuse, uh, we, we, we have the right to refuse service to anyone. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have the right to refuse service to anyone. You have the right to serve anyone who has the money to pay for the fucking goods and services. And who isn't, like, you know, naked or something. But even that, I'm kind of iffy on. What kind of bullshit is that? I tell you what, right now, Pembroke, Pembroke Pines, whatever the hell it's called, tell us, Hank Hill. better be glad that that is a good drive for me. Because if that was any place nearby where I live, they would know who I am real quick. Wow. Yeah, you you showed them. If they was a little closer, I'd have gone over there and give them a piece of my mind, but a little too far. <laughs> so. Just gonna bust out the old camera for a second. Yeah, got a zoom on it. Make a zoom YouTube in. video. I do dig the beard though and the glasses. It's a good look. Someone said he looked like Kevin Owens. Uh, he looks like a less mean Kevin Owens. <laughs> Probably not quite as athletic though. Kevin Owens has, I, I, you know, you say, you, you first you say like, oh, he has good agility for a fat guy, but then he pretty much just has good agility in general. It's just impressive that he's so fucking, you know, he's such a, like a fat ass looking motherfucker, Yeah. but he could still do athletic shit. <clears throat> Always appreciate that. But I guess he's not fat enough for Paul's elitist ass. Because the, I'm sorry. No, we do not do that. Those people are out there every day risking their lives Mostly for people who don't care, okay? I'm actually... Um, it's their job. They get paid to do it. If they don't want to do that, there's other jobs they can do. So, I'm not impressed by the whole, they are risking their lives! <laughs> they don't have to. 
If they don't want to do that job, they don't have to fucking do it. Yeah, it's not like they're randomly pulled from the population. Like, you're a cop now. Yep. No choice involved in the matter. You got to risk your life. There's way riskier jobs than yes, being a cop, by like the way. like iron worker or like deep sea fisherman. Right. I don't even think it's in the top ten. <laughs> so, you know, where, where's our respect and reverence for the fucking, you know, crew of the deadliest catch and shit? They're just fodder for our fucking reality shows. I guess Cops was a successful reality show for a number it of years. It was. Though, too. Anyway, uh, I, don't, I don't see what else could possibly be said. All right. This next one, we'll, we'll see how it is, and if it sucks, we'll skip it. Sure. It's called Europe and Biological Warfare. Sweet. It would be better if Budapest was hit with a nuclear bomb than nuclear. being hit with diversity. No, I'm serious. I, I'm absolutely uh, serious. If you think okay. about what happened in World hey, it's War II, everyone, we look, it's AIU's bombs. <laughs> It'd be better to be hit with a nuclear bomb. No, no a sorry. nuclear. Nuclear bomb, which I don't know what that is. I know what a nuclear bomb is. Not, not, <laughs> not too clear on what a nuclear bomb is. You get hit with a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only. It, it, you'd rather get hit by a nuclear bomb <laughs> than diversity, man. You, that that is true, you know. Because, you know, I would much rather be destroyed on an atomic level than have some minorities in my neighborhood. <laughs> That's how I feel too. Thanks. Yeah. Sure. In Japan. And they recovered really quick. Yeah, a lot of people died, but they were able to recover. But what is a thought experiment? Instead of having a nuclear bomb, we sent millions of youths to enrich Japan. Japan would be fucked out. They wouldn't even be a first world power. That is like biological warfare. And that's what's... Actually, Japan has major problems with shrinking populations, so that might actually have helped them. I don't know. There's really... You're, just, you're talking about, like, alternate realities here. <laughs> You know, in any prediction is, is pretty much just as uh, accurate as the, the next. Happened in Europe now. And it's because of this whole Syrian crisis that was started by you know who, right? Because we decided as the United States we need to topple Assad. Who gives a fuck about Assad? Anyone here? Does anyone give a fuck about Assad? Yes. Yeah. People do because. There are plenty of people who give a fuck about Assad. Yeah, he's committed like what a lot of people would consider to be atrocities. But against... it wasn't against white people. Oh. <laughs> so we're not supposed to care. No one gives a fuck. Do you give a fuck about Assad and his evil criminal regime that tortures people and shit? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually do. No, people are worried about trying not to be mugged. They're worried about trying to eke out a living in this country. I, I'm literally not worried about those things. I mean, I guess everyone's worried about making a living to an extent, but I'm, I don't usually worry about getting mugged. I mean, I'm sure there are people living in air, different areas than me that are, but I'm not. This guy has a fucking My Little Pony toy on his shelf there. It was, well, <laughs> you know, that's where he found out all this information. It's all encoded in episodes of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Are you ready to claim your prize? It's the most xenophobic show in history. It teaches children to hate. Well, actually, it teaches uh, grown men to hate, since that's who watches it. 
strangely enough. They don't give a fuck about Assad. But a certain group who controls all our fucking politicians, and they do, because every politician agrees this one country deserves to be 100% ethnic nationalist, and they, we have to do whatever they say. So this group, back in the 90s, they Oh, so it's like, it's one of, he's one of the, like, the Jews run the world right. kind of guys. Like, it's all the Jews! The Jews! Spelled it all out. They're saying we have to fight Syria, we have to fight Iraq, and we have to fight Iran. Not to Americans. Americans, we, why the fuck do we care? But anyway, because our politicians are bought and sold like horrors, we decided to fund moderate Muslims in Syria to topple Assad, even though Assad didn't fuck with us, right? So then that created ISIS, and now we have this whole shit. So you have all these... Yeah, U.S. intervention in other countries generally has not had great results. <laughs> No. There's no denying that. You know, however we might feel about Assad and shit like that, um, we don't usually do a great job when we start meddling with Middle East affairs. No. Kind of like historically been true. We'll be welcomed as liberators. They'll love us. They're going to embrace we'll, democracy. Well, I mean, after the shock and awe, they'll be like, America is gr a great power. That, that was their thinking going into that shit. Yeah, they'll see how powerful we are, yeah. and then they'll be like, wow. Launch Operation Shock and Awe. Can we suck you guys' dicks off? Yeah. <laughs> we love America. I got the mic wet. And a lot of pussies out there in the audience. You're disgusting. I know. But it's charming. You're fucking disgusting people but you notice these people why aren't they immigrating to let's say win ben stein's charisma Africa. i mean that's a wealthy country with minerals or other asian countries or hey i know how about why don't they go to israel it's right close but no 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 they are all going to europe and why do they want to go to europe because it's nice people want to go where it's nice but the problem <coughs> is why are countries shit and other countries not shit it's because of the people. The, the okay. So they're shit people. There, there's people that are just shit. And I, we, strangely enough, we have a lot of like weird racist videos. Neat. Tonight. The, the next one's pretty, pretty crazy. Okay. Do you want to go to that one? Sure. All right. Insanely racist white Texas man threatens black protesters. Hi, this is Nathan Nanner from Hempel, Texas. Uh, if you don't like cussing, go ahead and cut this video off now. Or get your kids out of the room because I'm very pissed off. I give you time to do that for just a minute. There's an invention called the pause button. Okay, I want to talk to you about what happened in Harris County. Kids, get out of the room. Get out the room, kids. We have some star. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have starving Christian children here on standby, <laughs> just in case G-Man asks us to prove they exist again. But uh, kids, there's gonna be cursing in this video. You need to hobble your starving asses out. Oh, oh, I think they're dead. Okay. Well, this black thug went up and just executed a, a, a deputy because he was a white deputy because he was a law enforcement officer. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. It's going to end, and it's going to end with that. That's not going to happen anymore. That's the end of it.
Oh, man. Uh-oh. Cheeseburger McLard ass is on the case, everybody. <laughs> no more of that shit. Cheeseburger McLard ass. Look at him. I, yeah, I see him. Yeah, the only thing you're a threat to is a buffet. So do you think this guy, uh, <laughs> think this guy drives a Prius? Oh, yeah. Or a smart car? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably, uh, he's probably got a, um, like a Nissan Leaf or something, you know? Nissan makes the leaf, right? I don't even know. Who, who gives a shit? Y'all have pushed us to the limit, and we ain't gonna take it no more. We're not they gonna take it. stuff that us citizens can do, and we're no, fixing to do it. Starting now. That black guy, he pulled the trigger <coughs> on that cop, but he really ain't the one that actually killed the cop. The one that killed uh, him. What? It, no, Ben. It was Obama. <laughs> It was Obama and his race-baiting, race-pot-stirring liberal media cronies that done did it, Ben. And liberals got to answer for their crimes. For these Black Panthers and yeah. all these black thugs that comes to your town and marches and hollers oink, oink, bang, bang, and all that retarded shit, you know. They're the ones that's responsible for it. They did Them it. Them and people like, like Obama. Uh, um, Farrakhan wanting wanting ten thousand volunteers to track people down, cops and all that, and kill them. Starting now, we holding these people responsible. Like I said, it stops now. Stops Don't now. Don't ever let a Black Panther or any Black group come to your town and to march in town. that town and get done and be able to get in their vehicle and leave. Vehicle. That's- the vehicle. Do not allow them the right peaceably to assemble for redress of grievances. This is not allowed by the Constitution of the United States. Um, so uh, go back to... I know you were probably too busy eating entire pans of lasagna like Garfield during civics class to pay attention, but maybe you should go back and give it another listen because... They have the right to do that, and there's no way your fat ass can stop it unless you literally just lay out in the road and block the path like a boulder. Over with. And law enforcement, I'm talking to you now. When we get there and we're going to be there, step aside. He has appointed himself district attorney. Do not try to stop us because our fight is not with you. It's for you. Now, I'm going to tell you old people, grandmas, grandpas, kids, all of you <laughs> can you get what? in on this. When there's a Black Panther group going to head to a town and they're going to rally and holler, kill cops, kill cops, law enforcement, you put it out and you let people know they're coming. And all you older people that wants to get involved, i got something for you. This is called a slang shot. You go to Walmart and you get it. Okay, when these Black Panthers come to your town to start with, they have to drive a vehicle. Well, that's where you start at. You disable them vehicles. You pepper their ass with with rocks. So he's telling old people to go and assault Black Panthers. That should be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, die, Black Panther! This is ridiculous. Yeah, because the Black Panthers, they're scared of the uh, the gray grandpas and shit. <laughs> With slingshots. 
Old people with slingshots. Here's your slingshot. <laughs> we gonna slingshot them out our town. <laughs> Disable their vehicle. Oh, man, they got slingshots up in here, dog. We gotta get out. <laughs> it's like, uh... Okay. Yeah, the Black Panthers. They probably won't have anything stronger than a slingshot, so... It's not like they're, you know, virile, fit, young black men and women, and you're a bunch of old, chunky white people <clears throat> with slingshots. I could see it going well. <laughs> you have fun. You bust the windshields out, you stop them vehicles from running. When them Panthers has to walk and run out of town, they will not come back to your town. You people do that. Me... I will be there. If I have to be there by myself, I will, but I don't think I have to. All you guys like me that's able to stand up and fight, we're going to be there. As long as the law enforcement lets us know they're coming. And we're going to push them Panthers out of town. Never again will they stand in a street in Texas or anywhere else and holler, kill cops, kill cops. Kill cops, kill cops, kill cops, kill cops. I think it's a pretty catchy chant. <laughs> Cop killer! Them son of a bitches, their days are over with. And I'm not just talking today. I'm telling you. I'm going to be there. <coughs> and all you other people want to get involved, get that damn slang shot. Nobody's ever went to jail for a slang shot. Uh, you know, uh, I think, you, honestly... If you shot someone with a slingshot, a car... Yeah, with a, a slingshot. A bunch of people get together and shoot someone else's car with a slingshot. <laughs> You would go to jail yeah, for a sure slingshot. They are going to go to jail. Get that slingshot. Get you some damn rocks. And when they come out in that street, y'all go. We give you a few minutes to pepper their ass. You light them up like they got mumps and measles when they go home with all the bumps and knots all over their asses. They won't come back. And what's left of them, myself and some other people, will take care of that. Because we have had enough. There won't be another killing in Texas. I can promise you that. In so he said what's left, him and some friends will take care of in another way. Hmm. You know, I wonder what's being implied there. <laughs> I'm afraid to even know. It might be a killing, but it won't be what you think. There won't be no more cops executed in the state of Texas. And like I said, you law enforcement officers, step the hell aside. Do not get in front of me. Do not try to stop. Law officers, step aside and let yeah. me perform my vigilante justice. Yeah, what? As is your duty to do. It's like, who, who the fuck is this guy? I love how he, he's someone who just assumes natural authority over all those around him. <laughs> this is a guy who's going to get shit done. He makes a YouTube video proclaiming that he's starting... You're you know, looking at Donald Trump's <laughs> VP, my friend. <laughs> If, if that was true, that would be fucking hilarious. Trump McFadass 2016. Stop any of us, because we're doing this shit for you and for ourselves. What happened happened to the law enforcement, and it also happened to us. And we're not going to take it anymore. We're done with it. It ends. It ends now, and it ends in the state of Texas, you sons of bitches. You black panthers and you thugs. 
you uh, Black Lives Matter bullshit, you bunch of freaking retards, you better run and you better hide. Because we're looking at videos, we're pulling names and addresses, and we're going to hunt you <coughs> sons of bitches down. Because we're pissed off. And ain't nobody going to stop us now, you dirty bastard. So, would someone please go stop this guy? <laughs> Somebody. If, if the FBI or CIA or somebody is, is watching, just go. This guy, you should probably. He's dangerous. You should probably do something about him. Just just saying. Seems like he might be a problem. I'm ready for the next one. <clears throat> okay. Um, this next one is... Gail uh, talking about how Jesus Christ is helping her treat her yeast infection. Oh, joy. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to do the impossible, and that is explain my yeast infection to the general public. <laughs> I cannot do this subject justice in a 45-minute video, but I'm going to try. What? First, I want to talk about music. I believe that my men have started a radio station for Church of Gail Music, and I produce the music. I send my favorites to Brent Spiner. And mm. then um, I believe that music reveals who we are. Jesuit musical taste is proud, arrogant, driven with fanatical emotions and it's demon possessed. And you can get an example of that um, if you listen to Lori McBride's um, video at Order of the Jesuits YouTube. You can hear the music. It's it's just like I described. My music is all love excelling, grandiose in worship of God and Jesus, courageous, tender, and brilliant. And there's uh, that's my taste in music. And uh, wow. we, I believe Gail that is we so have great. Her taste in music really reflects who she is as a person, and and it's brave and courageous and glorifies God. It's so fucking beautiful. <laughs> our own radio station Brent hasn't communicated with me uh, with me about this however um, I do know that um, that some of our Church of Gale members have come to Brent and complimented him on the music that he's chosen for services and stating how well they uh, support his sermons and Brent said I have to give Gail the credit for the music because she's been picking the music and not me <laughs> so uh, we're getting from what I understand, this radio station is a hit. Um, oh, yeah. And it's Jesus a hit. himself, when he met with me, said that my taste in music is superb. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus himself, ladies and gentlemen. That is quite an endorsement. Now I'm going to go on to another subject. Um, the the Jesuits at their website, crazygale.com, <laughs> state that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, my hair is always difficult. Anyways, they state that, um, I probably made it worse. Just leave it alone. They okay. state. What do they state? <laughs> I'm so vain. They, they state that, um, that I take like a hundred supplements. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Jesus has gotten me off of all of my supplements. When he took me to circles, when Jesus, Jesus allowed a negative situation to become positive for me. Wow. Romans 8, 28, and, 28, and well, we know that Jesus all things work that. together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. When my evil relative lied 
and produced a state a statement about me which was 80% lies that made me appear like I was really crazy um, they she would use that as the base totally lies <laughs> Gail is not crazy our crazy people segment has has ended by this point ladies and gentlemen this is this is sanity pure and beautiful her taste in music alone proves that She's remarkably sane. I don't think I've ever even seen a saner woman <laughs> than Gail. So my mother submitted that to the judge, and this dumb judge believed it <laughs> and wrote, got me Baker acted to go to circles of care. Um, and um, Jesus took a negative situation and made a positive. Jesus said, Gail, I allowed this negative thing to happen to you and even used your evil relative. He didn't call her the real. A real relative, that's my term, but he said, I allowed you to go to this place, this is what he said, for drug supplement rehab. Jesus told me, get off of all your supplements. And, um, yes, that's why. Jesus is my doctor now. That's beautiful. <laughs> yep, Jesus is her doctor. Oh my God. No, Jesus isn't your doctor. The guy that pretends to be Jesus that you talk to on Skype is your doctor now. <laughs> That's, that's her choice. He's my physician. Choice, so I have, have the best doctor in the universe, and I do whatever he says. He said, Gail, I'm going to start a work on your yeast infection. Uh -huh. I thought, sure, man, because everything else I've tried didn't work. So he, he got me. I'm not on any supplements right now. The only thing I'm taking is the Seroquel. I take a multivitamin supplement. And as that's needed, I take Advil. And as needed, I take Sudafed. Cocaine. I have, as you can see, I have this constant congestion problem you mean um, cocaine and cocaine. then i uh, what else am i taking i'm not on much because jesus told me to get off of everything he said don't don't even take probiotics he doesn't want me to take vitamin c or a uh, coq10 or any of that stuff so i'm off of all of that stuff let me go back and oh so and he told me to take an antihistamine like allegra <laughs> or um zyrtec and that's it I am off of everything. He said, I Jesus want to. Jesus is such a wise he, doctor, you know. Dr. Jesus. That needs to be a Do video game. Dr. Jesus. Paging Dr. Jesus. So instruct me, said Gail, you need, you need to eat well and try to get your rest, have regular bedtime hours. So I'm following the instructions of the divine physician, Jesus Christ. By the way, Brent Spiner has an MD from UCLA Medical School and, uh, the the Lord Jesus speaks to me through Brent whenever Brent gets on Skype and he also and through Brent's emails and so Brent I'm following Brent's medical advice that he gets from <laughs> Jesus himself. Wow. Now I'm going to explain to you what my condition is, okay? Now if you have please symptoms do. like this, please do not think that you have candidiasis. The reason I know that I have it is because I was diagnosed with a doctor with this condition. Back in Seattle, they did a stool culture, and they found the microorganism in my gut. But he also found another microorganism in there. And this doctor told me, he said, not only do you have <clears throat> candida albicans, but you have another yeast. He said, you've got the most resistant form of yeast in existence in your system. And I believe that's the one that's been causing me problems. Mega he yeast. also found evidence that I have candidiasis from the anti uh, antibodies. <clears throat> they did... Um, and he found out something else. He discovered they... Pussy's just like boiling and frothing over with yeast nonstop. <laughs> it's fucked up. The discharge never discontinues. 
It just runs down her leg like a waterfall. Found Everyone enjoy that visual. The antibodies to yeast toxin. Um, I'm, I'm not sure about them. But he discovered by studying my blood that I have developed an allergy to yeast toxin. Obviously, I could not have developed an allergy to yeast toxin unless I was infected with yeast. So that's how I know I have it. Um, he, he treated me with um, amphotericin. I think that's what it was. Um, anyways, let me go into a little. I'm going to try to give yes, you a broad please. overview. More explicit detail about the yeast infection. <laughs> We, we're all ravenously hungry for more, please, yeah. Um. Of what chronic yeast infection Looks like is. Cinnabon and I, Like there. I said, I can't do this subject justice, but I'm going to do my best because the Jesuits are playing on the public ignorance about this to portray me as crazy, so I'm going to attempt to educate the public about this. A very good yes. book on this subject. The public is just hanging on your every word. The subject is Back to Health. This book is like 10 years old, but it's still pretty good. Um, I got this from my doctor in Seattle. Um, you should throw that away. You need to listen to Dr. Jesus now. Yeah. You need to pray the yeast away. It was Dr. Ranheim. He's, he's pretty good. He recommended this book for me. It's called Back to Yeast, a Comprehensive Medical and Nutritional Yeast Control Program written by Dennis W. Remington, M.D. and Barbara Higgy Swayze, Registered Dietitian. Okay. Um, so this is basically, I'm getting a lot of the, a lot of the information that I'm presenting to you. Thank you, Gail, for this, uh, yeast education. Unfortunately, we don't have time to watch it all. No. But, uh, you know, if anyone wants to learn about yeast infections. Yeah, go to Gail's Gail, channel. There is apparently a very in-depth, detailed account of, of what it's like and how to deal with it. <laughs> you don't want to hear more, TJ? Um, no, <laughs> not at, not at this time, but later. I'm sure later, you know, you'll check out that video. I'll check it out when I, when I have a notebook a handy and I can take notes. Here's this, that, that weird looking guy that, that hates Jews. The very first thing I do as president <laughs> is set up a new 9-11 commission and trash the old one. Richard Gage of architects and engineers for 9-11 truth would head it up. And after. So wait. You want to head up the new 9-11 commission report in the unlikely event of you becoming president with someone who has already decided that 9-11 is definitely a hoax. So basically, you, you just want to put someone in there who already has an established bias and not someone who's actually objective. Okay. Proving the attack was an inside job. The stuff will hit the fan. Israel's Mossad will be indicted for installing interior demolition devices in the towers, and Silverstein's doctor alibi will be debunked. Oh, yeah. Americans will then brand Israel as an enemy and the Jewish lobby as infiltrators. U.S. foreign policy will finally be freed up, and leaders hated by Jews, like Syria's Assad, who protects Christians, <laughs> and Iran's Rouhani, who battles ISIS, will become our ally. This guy seems like he should be the villain in a video game or something. I know! Just just his clothing alone, he looks evil. Right, like, if, you, if, if Resident Evil, I don't know what they're on by now, Seven is looking for a villain, 
There you go. Get this guy. Get him talk about the Jews. Halfway through <laughs> the game, he could transform into some kind of like monster. You know, it, it works. It'll definitely work. I mean, like he's dressed for the part. You could just tell by the way he talks that he's kind of crazy. Well, I say kind of, but yeah, he's he's batshit. But on the plus side, he does shoot his videos in a very beautiful scenic location. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> We're now on our way to making America great again. Two, I'll end the Fed. Instead of gouging taxpayers with interest on the Fed's loans to the government and killing the purchasing power of the dollar, I will give Congress its constitutional right to coin our own money and put the Jewish banksters out of business. Three, I'll slap term limits on Supreme Court judges. Kagan, Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, all Jews, and the lapsed Catholic <laughs> Kennedy, who all made sodomy the law of the land, will be sent packing. Oh, I thought he was about to say sentenced to death. You don't even have the power to do that. <laughs> the president can't just... Oh, fairly... he's going to make new rules. Oh, okay. The Constitution is selective in the way we need to follow it. Basically, he's basically just saying what we would expect him to say. If I'm president, the Jews will be persecuted in every way possible. I'll sign an executive order challenging their homosexual law as a breach of judicial boundaries since only Congress has the right to make laws. A smart Congress will follow and annul their ruling. Four. I'll nationalize the media. CBS, oh my God. NBC, ABC, CNN and Fox will no longer be pouring out Jewish positions, but what? instead, voices <laughs> from all directions will be sanctioned. That's funny, because you hear like conservatives and liberals always arguing like who's pulling the strings at CNN and Fox and you know MSNBC. To to this guy though, they're all just run by Jews and pushing a Jewish agenda. They, that's all they do. <laughs> they just nonstop push the Jewish agenda around the clock. I'll appoint to each channel directors from all sides of the political spectrum and have the government sign a non-interference agreement with them. We'll be on our way to a nation where the Jewish agenda no longer holds The sway. ACLU. Yeah. The ACLU. Even yep. though they've repeatedly fought for groups like... I mean, the Westboro Baptist Church and the KKK and shit. I mean, they'll fight, yeah. they'll fight for the freedom of speech rights for anybody. Yeah. They're not some ultra-liberal organization. I mean, they kind of are, but they're not... They're, they're mainly, like, concerned with freedom of speech for everyone, including nut jobs like this guy. You know, it's, it's actually funny because this guy could conceivably find himself in a position where he needs the ACLU. I wonder if he would refuse their help because they're controlled <laughs> by the Jews. By the Jews. The Jews! But I, <laughs> from what I understand, this guy actually was a Jew at one point in his life. He still looks like one. <laughs> Will my actions as president break Jewish power in America? You bet they will. Trump can't even come close. Wow, he's got real power. He vanished. I know. 
Support the Brother Nathaniel Foundation. No. No thank you. No fucking thank you at all. I wonder I wonder who supports him. Somebody. I, it's a foundation. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you can use the word foundation, but I seriously doubt that its day-to-day operations would lead one to the belief that it was a foundation. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with uh, Craigslist ads. And other stuff. Yes, plenty of other stuff. Don't go away! Stay!
You know, there's been a huge explosion in fantasy football recently. Everyone's playing it, and a lot of people are winning big money playing it. And the leader in fantasy football is FanDuel, with more winners and payouts than any other site. They're giving away $75 million a week in prizes. Yeah, and the Drunken Peasants have their own fan league at FanDuel.com forward slash DP. Right now, we have probably about 25 participants in the league, and you can still join and play against others and us uh, at that FanDuel.com forward slash DP. I've put some teams together there. I have Eli Manning and Reggie Bush and Rashad Jennings, and I'm using the Seattle Seahawks defense, which has been pretty good. Uh, you know, TJ likes the Steelers, or not the Steelers, but the Saints, and they've been garbage in the preseason. Well, you know, we'll see, Ben. The preseason means nothing. It's the official season that matters. But uh, even if the Saints defense does look subpar this year, FanDuel doesn't pigeonhole me into sticking with the same team all season. I can build new teams every week based on what's going on and what my current assessment of the NFL is. Yeah, go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use our code DP and sign up now. Special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks and gets you earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use our code DP today. Don't forget to use our code DP. FanDuel FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seriously, though, join our, uh, join our FanDuel <laughs> League because, uh, you know, we want to we play against some people. Yeah. We're hoping that our audience is really bad at picking uh, fantasy <laughs> football teams and will win a bunch of money. But maybe they're better than us. Yeah. You know? Guaranteed there's prizes. Only one, there's only one way to find out, guys. For the for the top 20 people. Yeah. If you place in the top 20, uh, 20 people, 20 places, and there's only, I think, 28 players right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can – and I think you can actually enter as up to three people. So you can fill three slots. Yes, you can have up to three entries. Yeah, so, you know, you got multiple chances to win. And the prizes are pretty good. You know, uh, the, if you're in the top 20, you're guaranteed to at least double your money. So it's pretty cool. All right, so what, what do we got going on now? Uh, let's go ahead and do – Crazy Craigslist ads! Woo! That's it, baby. Oh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. All right. So here's here's the first one. Worst 30 seconds of your life. Yes. How's it going? You looking for the worst 30 seconds of your life? Give me a call because that's about as long as I last. I'm also <laughs> fat and have a very small cock. I don't have much to offer, but if you're willing to give me a try, you can come play with my tiny, with my little dick. <laughs> can't believe I flubbed that. I obviously wrote this, so. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was going to call you out. Yeah. You know, now that I look at it again, I don't think it was the best way to word the ad. Needed lactating woman. I'm looking for a lactating woman to feed me her breast milk. <laughs> I'm a 64-year-old man, 6'2", thin with a 7-inch cock. Is that what that is? I guess. Okay. There's a little I, C, so maybe yeah. it means centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seven-centimeter cock. 
I've never tasted titty milk and lusting to take it from you and make you feel pleasure too if you want. My girlfriend wants to watch so you will feel safe. I am hosting in PC. Yeah. I don't know what in that P- is. It's in PC, dude. He's hosting in, in a PC. <laughs> By curious, looking for Dom to explore with. I have been recently wanting to explore M4M and looking for a Dom to explore with. It would be nice if you like to be in control. I don't have a lot of limits when it comes to it, but I'll try most things once. I would be game to meet up at ABS. Never done anything there. (laughs) I'm clean DDF HWP. I won't send pics unless I get them first. Favorite color for my response. Mine is blue. Okay. Okay. Enjoy your blue. Selena at Safeway. Oh, I guess you want to read it. I'm married, but I thought you should know you were the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I was in your line, and you were having printer troubles. I couldn't stop staring. It isn't every day one gets someone that perfect. Wow. That's not creepy. Yeah. Selena at Safeway. Run. Run. Run, Selena. Selena, you're so beautiful. (laughs) Wait in your line anytime. Do you swallow? (laughs) I'm going to go on my first date with the most decent, respectable girl in my neighborhood. She is called by many a proper young lady. The girls I usually date are not even considered close in being called respectable and proper. So if I ask if she swallows as I drive her out to the make-out point, is that a good question to ask? <laughs> what? The make-out point? The make-out point. So is this like a 1950s teen movie or something? Yeah. Drives his fucking, you know... It's like Frankie Avalon or some shit like that. Yeah, they drive out to, to make-out point. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> do you swallow? By the way, is that a good question to ask? Why don't you just have her suck your dick and see what she does? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the best way. I know what I want. A metro or lumber sexual. What is lumber sexual? Is that someone who like, fucks me. pieces of wood? <laughs> who showers and smells like soap or cologne and wears proper footwear? Is of any ethnicity, size, or sexual orientation? Isn't looking for a relationship, but is looking for a fuck buddy. Play safe. Come on, Oregon. I know you can do it. Wow. He's like telling the whole state, like, you're disappointing me, Oregon. Come on. Yeah, I know you can do it. A lumber sexual doesn't sound like someone who would shower a lot and smell good, though. <laughs> Are you a lumber sexual? <laughs> Maybe I am. Looking for a sexy sissy boy slash twink. <laughs> Top good-looking hard seven-inch cock. Looking for a sexy sissy boy. Our twink picks. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah, go ahead. Our <laughs> twink picks are a must. <laughs> Boy, are a twink picks are a must. <laughs> I'm trying to make that make sense. Uh, yeah, I know. it clearly does not. No, 
in reply, must be submissive, must want to suck my cock and fuck your ass. How they must want to suck your cock <laughs> and fuck your ass? Okay. If you have a big cock, better must be small framed, must host. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, go back to fucking kindergarten. <laughs> Actually, don't. I don't. I don't think you'll teach the kindergartners bad habits. Fuck me in the ass. Hey there. I'm looking for a woman or women that are friends that want to fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Ideal situation is you are close by and can host or willing to travel somewhere outdoors. Bend me over, or maybe I can ride you. I'm not looking to fuck. I just want to get fucked. Please be STD and drug free, including 420. Whoa. Fuck me in the ass, but don't smoke weed. Because that's wrong. Oh, that, that one already exists. All right. also have this. Mike Huckabee, Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom, exchanged Twitter fire over Kim Davis slash gay marriage. Republican presidential contender Mike Huckabee and California Governor Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom exchanged fire on Twitter over the circumstances surrounding Newsom's decision to issue marriage licenses to say, not to, wait. Oh, okay. Same-sex marriage couples. Blah blah blah. Huckabee. Do you want to just see the tweets? Yeah, let's see the tweets. Mike Huckabee. Gavin Newsom ignored the law. Nothing happened, but conservatives go to jail. You are dead wrong on the Kim Davis issue. We issued marriage licenses because we believed the law at the time. At that time. Violated equal protection clause of constitution. <clears throat> Once the CA Supreme Court, they interpret the constitution. This is, this is why important issues should not be discussed on Twitter. Right, because they have to be broken up. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, like, you know. Interpret the constitution. Once the court ordered... Me to stop, I did. I was never in contempt of court, unlike Kim Davis. Get your facts right. Yeah. So, actually, that's a pretty good point. Kim Davis, she didn't go to jail because she wasn't issuing the gay marriage licenses. She went to jail because she continued to do so after a judge ordered her to right. do so. He's just pointing out that, you know, when he was ordered by the courts to comply with the court's ruling, he did so. And that's why he was not held in contempt. If he had refused to comply, he would have been held in contempt. So here's Huckabee's response. It was only his 12th day as mayor of San Francisco, but Gavin Newsom decided he was going to defy California law. San Francisco Chronicle. Pledges to make... Oh, Gavin Newsom pledges to make San Francisco a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. San Francisco Chronicle, 42207. In 2004, Gavin Newsom allowed City Hall to grant marriage licenses to gay couples, an act of civil disobedience. Yeah, but he he stopped once the courts ordered him to. That's the whole point that he made. <laughs> Governor Mike Huckabee, instead of trolling, why don't you reply to what I said specifically, just as I responded to what you said? That's a good question, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, what law on KY Books remarriage did Kim, Kim Davis break? You, on the other hand, broke California law. This is part one of three. The California Family Code states that marriage is a union between a man and a woman. And the San Francisco, he likes to quote the San Francisco Chronicle. 
Gavin Newsom's decision to permit same-sex marriages created a month-long carnival of civil disobedience inside City Hall, Washington Post. I guess there's more than three parts, actually. Yeah. What respect for federal authority, Gavin Newsom said. No San Francisco employee will help with immigration enforcement. All right. I guess he never responded to that. <laughs> but uh, in all fairness, Mike Huckabee might have responded, but he didn't really respond. Right. You know, it could be said that he replied, but did not respond. All right, so we have some news segments here. Here's one um, where a driver was followed and harassed by a cop, and the cop's reason was that he made eye contact with him. That is shameful. Police officer, uh, Ohio driver from Michigan, expected to sit down to discuss. Oh, well, the driver was from Michigan. During recent it's, traffic it's stop, all good. the driver, John Felton, started recording when he noticed a police car following him. We don't want them Michiganders coming in here causing trouble. Yeah, even even the name of their people is dumb. <laughs> Michiganders, stupid. Uh, he signaled, fucks. made a turn. The officer pulled him over. Uh, first, the officer said it was because Felton didn't signal 100 feet before turning, but then this is what the officer said. <coughs> Every move I make, why is he making it? I'm not doing nothing. Because I have a Michigan plate. Other than that, why was you telling me? Because you made direct eye contact with me and held on to it when I was passing you what? up Salem. I, I made direct. I didn't well, even see you. I'm not going to argue that you. anymore, sir. If you want to keep talking about it, I'll just take your license back and give you a citation for the violation. We can take it to court. I'm not going to argue about it anymore. All okay, right? sir. <laughs> Driving while black. No, he made eye contact. Oh, sorry. A clear Making eye violation. contact while black. City of Dayton, where the traffic stop occurred, uh, said this, quote, the traffic infraction was verified by the video. However, making direct eye contact with an officer is not a basis for a traffic stop. Oh, you sure? You know, I was uh, pulled over for a similarly stupid reason once. What was that? Uh... The cops pulled me over, and it was because before I'd left my house, I looked out the window, and they felt uh, that was suspicious. Yeah, looking out a window. That's not what they're there for, right? Yeah, you know, that's not, like, why we have windows in our houses, <laughs> so we can look out of them and see what's going on outside. You know? Jackson. I think I, was just, I think I was just checking the weather. <laughs> like, is it raining? No, it's not. But apparently the cops were like, you looked out your window. That's suspicious activity. It's like, how the City fuck is that suspicious? City says no eye contact. Right. Reason to pull someone over? Very unreasonable to pull <laughs> okay. someone over. Not something that you should be doing. And, you know, look, officers do a lot of good things. How dare you uh, tell the police us, how to do safe, their jobs? That's, good, that's a great thing. But when there's ever a perceived abuse of authority or an actual us. abuse of authority, it raises many red, you know, red, many red flags and questions. And so the thought becomes, no, it was doesn't. it because it was at 11 o'clock at night? Was it because he had out-of-state license plates? Was it because he was an African-American male? And that then becomes the issue. So if there's a basis to stop someone for an infraction because they actually did something broke you're speeding by all means you should be stopped if it's a traffic violation you don't signal you should be stopped but then when it becomes a pretext which is an excuse to get to the car that becomes a problem so then we know that this officer and this driver will be sitting together so officers yes. be sure to make up more uh reasonable sounding points. yeah yeah you know when you pull a black guy over you know it's you know say some lie about how he you know didn't signal or, or something you know there's no way he could prove he did so yeah but don't don't go with the eye contact and thing. you won't be, you may not be able to use the I smelled weed one for very much longer so yeah sorry officer 
mediation. What does that look like? Okay, what happens is generally when you get a citation or anything else, you go to court. You go in front of the judge, and of course the officer comes in, and you both state your claims and your piece in front of the judge. The judge then makes a decision. Mediation is an alternative. The judge then sides with the police. Alternative to that, wherein it's not so much court, it's a neutral party who's there. They have a joint session between both parties. Then they'll go into a session with each of the parties and say, look, officer, did he really deserve the ticket? Well, maybe not really. Then they'll go to the actual person who got the ticket. If we drop the ticket, would that be okay? If you paid a small fine, would that be okay? And they try to resolve it in the absence of court in an amicable amicable and reasonable way so that both parties are happy and okay here's the problem it's too late for things to be amicable and reasonable the moment that he pulled him over for making eye contact it was unreasonable and unamicable so you can't just wave a magic wand over it later and say now it's all cool <laughs> it's not all good in the hood and that's what this looks like it's heading to should have happened in the beginning that's a separate question. Yeah, I guess it is a separate question. All right, that one's over. Okay, uh, let's see. Here's a story where uh, two kids tried to murder their parents. Sweet. Hey, before we start that, though. Yeah. Next show is the 150th show. Just reminding everybody. Yes. Tune in on Wednesday. Scotty will be back. Vegan Gaines will be with us. The Vigilant Christian will show up. And maybe we can even get Mr. Repsy on to show up. Maybe even if some guys, other people, too. Yeah, if you guys bug him enough, we'll fucking see who we can get. We'll get as many fucking people as we can on that motherfucker. I did hear that Jim Ass was talking shit about Paul's ego. Yeah, is he coming? I, I don't know. 150th episode, everybody. If you've ever been a guest of the show or there's someone you want to see as a guest, write them. Tell them to write us. We want fucking guests. Guest extravaganza. Episode 150, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. 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 Newly released video shows 17-year-old Cameron Irvin and 22-year-old Christopher Irvin being booked into the Gwinnett County Jail this weekend. Put a shirt Police on. Saturday morning, the brothers brutally <laughs> stabbed their father. Oh, <laughs> calling them brothers just because they're black, huh? No, they are brothers. Ah, racism. Zachary and seriously wounded their mother, <laughs> Yvonne. Mrs. Irvin called... In their defense, their parents were dicks. Police, as her husband distracted their sons. She stated to our 911 operator that uh, her, her sons were trying to kill her and her husband. Next door neighbor Clint Miller saw Mr. Irvin bleeding from stab wounds outside his home on Forbes Trail in Snellville. He was moving slightly, but he wasn't in good shape at all. Police arrived shortly after and detained the brothers. Investigators say the house smelled strongly of natural gas and the gas line had been tampered with. Investigators charged like the brothers with aggravated assault and arson. Never even expect that. I mean, they're just uh, an everyday normal family. Apparently not. No. In the neighborhood. WSB reported the brothers were to be appointed defense attorneys Sunday, but it was not immediately clear if that had happened or who the attorneys are. Gwinnett County Police Sergeant Rich Long said both suspects are expected to be in court at some point this week. So will we follow this story? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> it was pretty, it's pretty crazy, though. Yeah, you know.
All right. My I, parents definitely frustrated me a few times as a kid, but I never killed them. I guess the dentist that killed the lion in Africa, um, I guess he's he's back now. Like he's guess back. Who's back? Being a dentist again. Neat. Yeah. Finally, he could go on with his life. Breaking his silence in his first Breaking interview. His the Minnesota dentist who sparked an international firestorm after killing Cecil the lion on an African safari. Walter Palmer, who was kept out of the public eye since killing the 13-year-old beloved big cat in July, <laughs> telling the Star Tribune. <laughs> Fucking majestic lion killed by some frumpy piece of shit Dennis. I know. It's so fucking... Uh... An Associated Press that he will be resuming work at his suburban Minneapolis practice this Tuesday. Sweet. He says he's, quote, heartbroken at the toll this has taken on his dental staff and family, saying <laughs> about his wife and daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's other people's fault. Yeah. Or, quote, They've been threatened in the social media. And again, I don't understand that level of humanity to come after people not involved at all. I would agree not to fuck with his family. Right. I would agree not to fuck with him, honestly. I mean, like, go after the industry that allowed this to happen. Go after the fact that rich assholes like him can go to Africa and pay someone, you know, $30,000 or whatever to go shoot a lion. Or however much he paid. I forget because it's been a little while since this story, but, you know, some, some, he's not even like really rich. He's just upper middle class. He's just a fucking dentist for fuck's sake. Since facing worldwide backlash after the hunt, including a clamoring cry for his extradition by Zimbabwean officials, Palmer has not been charged with the crime. Well, Zimbabwean officials already know this is fucking going on. What he did is not even illegal in, in, by their laws. Well, the the lion was was protected. Sure. So that that may be illegal. There's claims that they lured the lion off of the reservation. It's not clear whether that's actually true. Sure. In previous statements, he said he relied on the expertise of his guides. In his interview, he expressed regret, but insisted the controversial hunt was legal, saying, quote, if I had known this line had a name and was important to the country or a study, obviously I wouldn't have taken it. Paul Ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's what they always say, anyway. Why are you going off to Africa and shooting fucking lions? There's no reason to do that activity. Okay, it's just stupid. It's a waste of time. It just makes you a dick. No one fucking looks at that and says, Wow, that guy is so fucking manly. He killed a lion, bro. Killed a fucking lion. Woo! No one thinks that. Everyone's just like, you killed a lion? What the fuck is wrong with you? They're endangered, you dick. <laughs> That's all. Palmer didn't address whether he would return to Zimbabwe for questioning, only saying, quote, Zimbabwe has been a wonderful country for me to hunt in. And I have always followed the laws. He's a, he's a good man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Don't go after him. Go after the fucked up laws that allow him to do this. He, 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 he's just a fallible human being who apparently thinks he's doing something to be fucking proud of. You ain't gonna fucking change him. Especially not you, you per prosecute him. It's like, fuck that. Don't prosecute him. Go after the fucking laws themselves. Close these fucking laws down. 
Stop letting rich people like him go off and shoot lions. He's not the only one. You motherfuckers act like this is the only guy to ever do this. There's a shit ton of these guys. I think during my research, I found that, like, hundreds of lions are killed each year by these fucking assholes. Yeah, and other types of animals, too. Sure. Yeah, they hunt. I went to this uh, hunting, exotic hunting website, and there was, you know, you could go hunt hippos, and you could hunt, like, wild African deer and shit like that. That's so weird. Yeah, like, who the fuck wants to shoot a goddamn hippo? I mean, you know, they, they described it, too, as, like, an aquatic adventure. It's not a fucking adventure. It's, yeah, I mean... You, you went and you shot a fucking animal that was just minding its own damn business just so you could have a trophy, basically. Not because you actually... Yeah, it's not like you're living off the grid, like, out in the fucking backwoods somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if you were, like, living some low-tech existence and this was, like, meat, you know, to feed you and your, your fucking tribe or some shit, that'd be one thing, but... You know, you're some rich fuck that travels across the world just to kill this fucking animal so you have you could put its head on a damn wall. Fuck that. Fucking pussy. I think the story's over. All right. Um I was looking through CNN's political videos today. Yeah. And they have a whole bunch of introductory videos for each candidate right now, so there's like a whole bunch of them. So you want to watch a couple? Yeah, I yeah, I have a few here. I'll I'll let you choose. So I have Ben Carson. Okay. I have Hillary. I have Marco Rubio. Uh-huh. Mike Huckabee. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Santorum. Santorum. Um, Is there one on Trump? No, I don't have the Trump one. Damn. All right. Well, that's uh, play one. Ben Carson, I guess. Let's take a look at Ben Carson. Ugh. Let's say you magically you know put that, me, um, hold on. you know, into the Ben Carson uh, is the only other candidate to beat Trump in a one-on-one poll. None, really? No one else in polls has beaten Trump. But actually, even though Trump leads Carson in the polls overall right now, if you ask people, would you rather have Donald Trump or Ben Carson, Ben Carson is the only, other, is the only candidate for the Republican nomination that actually beats Trump. He's been around for a long time. So so this guy might be important. We'll see. White House. Um. If you don't know who Ben Carson is, he's certainly going to appear on your radar very soon. To say that Ben Carson is not an American success story would be really selling him short. He grew up on the streets of Detroit. Well, he's running for president. I mean, usually that's indicative of success. He overcame many obstacles and became a celebrated pediatric neurosurgeon. In fact, he was the first neurosurgeon to successfully separate conjoined twins. There with the cerebellum. Any potential presidential candidate would die for a made-for-TV feel-good movie about their life. For Ben Carson, box checked. If one baby dies, we need to separate him as fast as... Gifted hands, the Ben Carson story. (laughs) He's basically the messiah as possible and give all shared tissue to the surviving twin. While Carson is very soft-spoken, he's also very provocative with his language. And I know you're not supposed to say Nazi Germany, but I don't care about political correctness. I th- oh, wow. Um, I didn't know we weren't supposed to say Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, who- that, that was a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about Nazi Germany, I think it's okay to say Nazi Germany. 
No, it's not okay. Liberals, you know, they it's not okay because of them. I mean, they're not Nazis anymore. If you're talking about current Germany and you call it Nazi Germany, I could see why that would be politically incorrect. <laughs> it's also just incorrect. Thing what's happening with the veterans is a gift from God to show us what happens when you take layers and layers of, of bureaucracy and place them between the patients and the healthcare provider. So the fact that veterans got inadequate care was actually like God just showing us that bureaucracy is bad. Okay. Why, if bureaucracy is bad, why would God need to even interfere to show that? It would just fail on its own, right? If God is, like, making it worse, then that doesn't mean bureaucracy is inherently bad. That just means God doesn't like it. Don't get God pissed off. He'll fuck your bureaucracy up! Yep. Obamacare is the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. <laughs> I remember when he said that. That's dumb. He said that a while back. That's dumb as shit. That's one stupid motherfucker right there. I, that better not be our next president. <laughs> well, I mean, if he if he stays in second place, then he could end up being vice president. Yuck. Carson defends himself whenever he is criticized for using these examples. The PC police are out in force at all times. While Ben Carson... It's not even a matter of, like, that's not PC. It's more of a matter of, that's wrong. You see the difference? There is a difference. It was well known, certainly, in the medical community. It wasn't until February of 2013, when he was speaking at the National Prayer Breakfast, that he really exploded onto the political scene. What we need to do in this PC world is forget about unanimity of speech and unanimity of thought. One of the great unknowns of, about Dr. Carson is what kind of... When have... Who's ever embraced that? Who's ever said, like, everyone should think alike? So, so Ben Carson is a neurosurgeon, right? Yes. So, okay, he's brilliant, but what, how does that make him a good president? Well, he seems to be kind of an idiot savant. <laughs> I mean... He's, maybe he's brilliant in some ways, but in other ways, he appears to be not too brilliant. Right. You know? When it comes to, you know, neurosurgery. Obamacare is the worst thing since slavery. Right. No, not even close. Not even in the ballpark. <laughs> what about World War II? I mean... What about the whole, like, civil rights movement? Like, even after slavery was over, there was still, like, a huge civil rights struggle. Some would argue there still is. I mean, okay. Candidate would he be? Is he going to be a movement candidate or is he going to be a traditional candidate? Well, Carson told me himself that he would not be a traditional candidate. He would not listen to those who have lost in the past try to steer him to victory in 2016 if he decides to run. What is with the camera angles going on as this guy is talking? There's like the, this the weird stupid, music stupid upbeat music and the camera's like, it, keep, it keeps like changing pointlessly, like, these weird cuts where he's like, he's far away, now he's close, now he's close, now he's far away again. And now he's kind of to the left, now he's kind of to the right. It's like, why is this guy all over the place? Who 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 did this? It's like an SXE Phil video or some shit. <laughs> Medicine prepared me for out-of-the-box thinking. We'll talk about some newsy and type stuff. it prepared stuff. me for a lot of controversy. Good. So, don't vote for him. 
right. Uh, how about Huckabee? <sighs> Fuckabee. All right. All right. So here we go with Huckabee. Yeah. Who is Mike Huckabee? Mike Huckabee can play the drums. He sure can. Actually, he does play bass. Mike Huckabee was born in 1955 in Hope, Arkansas, the same town as former President Bill Clinton. Sweet. He went to Wichita Baptist University and has three children with his wife, Janet. Neat. Cool. He is an ordained minister and was president of the Christian TV station from 1987 to 1992. Yeah, who gives a shit? That's garbage. But he knows how to rock. Capital offense. So he's not too keen on Beyonce's lyrics. Oh, no. Beyonce doesn't even write her own God, lyrics. it would suck to be in a band with Mike Huckabee. Yeah, it sure would. And also, like I'm I mean, I have to agree that Beyonce's lyrics suck, but I'm sure he probably has different reasons. Right. But some of the lyrics that she's portrayed, particularly those that went on television, were not exactly appropriate and suitable to say this is a great role model for young girls. And you're a great role model. You're a moron. You're a horrible role model for anybody. I don't see how you have any right to criticize when you're he's a, great a fucking imbecile. DJ. Yeah, he's a great robot is what he is. Cannot we feel something extraordinary about 55 million murdered in our own country in the wombs of their mothers? He was governor. In 2007, he left Arkansas to run for president in 2008. He won the Iowa caucuses but lost the nomination to John McCain. So that just goes to show you the Iowa caucus doesn't necessarily pick the winner. No. In fact, um... Especially with Republicans. Uh, Obama won the Iowa caucus. Yes, he did. So... That was like his initial big momentum swing, too. Yeah. People were like, man, I guess we can take this guy seriously. Yeah, he he got like really thin because he was like super fat. I would say obese. Well, he had diabetes. Yep, he had the diabetes. The diabetes. I kind of miss that guy that was jump cutting all around because now I got to read this shit. He was diagnosed with diabetes. Began jogging. Like, is this is any of that important to know for the sake of him being president or not? No, I don't give a fuck. In 2005, he wrote a book called Quit Digging Your Grave with a Knife and a Fork. And in 2015, he wrote a book called God, Guns, Grits, and Gravy. Oh, my God. What a terrible name for a book. <laughs> God, Guns, Grits, and Gravy. Oh, my God. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck All right. that guy. You want to do one more? Oh, my God. Sure. Uh, Rick Santorum. Go ahead. He has no chance, but sure. Ooh, yeah. Who is Rick Santorum? Who yeah. the fuck is he? Who is Rick Santorum? He has seven oh. children. He's a champion oh. fantasy baseballer. The last Sweet. time he won an election was in 2000. Is that enough to qualify Rick Santorum for the highest office in the land? Nope. 
sure isn't. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's really up to the people, isn't it? Santorum grew up in Pennsylvania. His dad, Aldo, was born in Italy. If elected, he'd be the... Ah, he's an Italian subversive. Probably, Illuminati. Probably working under Mussolini's You ghost. know what is true, though? He did work for Vince McMahon. He helped Vince... Well, that's proof he's evil. He helped Vince McMahon avoid having to pay, like, licensing fees to various boxing and, rec and wrestling commissions all over the country. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's neat. I guess, uh, like I said, I mean, that, that, that association alone shows that he's probably pretty evil. <laughs> Vince McMahon, I like Vince McMahon in a way, but he is pure evil. The first Italian-American president and the first Catholic since JFK. Religion is very important to Rick Santorum and his politics. He appeals to the Catholic. You're not a real Christian. Yeah, the Catholicism thing might hurt him a bit because I, I noticed that a lot of Christians actually deny that Catholics are even Christians, which is preposterous. Yeah, it is. It really is because I mean <laughs> they 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 meet all the check boxes, but apparently that's not good enough. They haven't really been touched by they, God. God they, Jesus can be like. I don't know you. And they have like a direct lineage back to like the original churches. Yes, they do. So it is. There's a reason it's called the church. The most socially conservative voters. Many in the Christian faith have said, "Well, that's okay. I mean, you know, contraception's okay. It's not okay." As a congressman in the 90s, he helped pass welfare reform and a ban on partial birth abortion. He opposes abortion even in cases of rape, and he has said that people who support abortion rights are like Nazis. A two-term senator... Yeah, that's who I want representing me. Someone who thinks that I'm a Nazi for supporting a woman's right to choose. Yep. That's cool. Nazi. I'm a Nazi. I mean, like, you don't have to agree with my position on abortion, but please don't call me a Nazi. <clears throat> Nope, fuck you. Please don't call Nazi. me a Nazi. You're From a Nazi. From a T-swing state. Unless I get to wear the uniform, because they look pretty badass. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got to give them, the Nazis, <laughs> the fashion sense I like, I like that that's all it takes to swing you to the other side. Well, I'm not saying I would... <laughs> if, I get, if I get to wear the uniform, you know. Well, I mean, the uniforms were pretty cool. <laughs> they, Keep... they had some of the best uniforms of any military force. Probably the best, really. It's very iconic, you know, and they actually, I think they had like a fucking prominent fashion designer do their uniforms, but I don't remember the name of the person. But anyway, that's, that's, you know, that's the only good thing about being a Nazi. Good fashion Continue sense. on, TJ. No. I'm going to uh -oh. talk about Nazi fashion sense for a few <sighs> hours. All right. I guess we can continue with Santorum. Santorum beat a sitting Democrat, Harris Wofford, in 1994, the year of the Republican Revolution. He won twice statewide, but with opposition to the Iraq war at its height, he lost in 2006. Since then, he's worked for Fox News and run a faith-based movie studio. Yeah, that sounds like presidential material. <laughs> he lost, and then he worked for Fox News and I wonder, ran a Christian movie studio. If he's, like, partnered up with the Cristiano brothers. We should review some of his movies. Pretty near death when we found you. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we don't want to play this. We don't want to play this. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, fuck you, Rick Santorum. <laughs> fuck you in the ass until you die of ass aids. So, what do you want to do now? Anything you want. Take anything you want. You know, we haven't done Q&A in a while, and we have some Q&A backlog. 
Sure, let's do and it. And we have this now. Q&A. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Sweet. I like it. Yes. It's basic, but it does its job. All right, so here's some questions that we got from various fans, and some of these are really old. So All right. we'll deal with it. This question is for TJ. You said in the No Bullshit podcast you didn't like car chases in movies, so I was wondering if you enjoyed Mad Max Fury Road, even though it was mostly car chases. I thought it was good. Also, hail Scotty forever. Smoke pan every day. Scotty's not even here. Yep. I did, I did enjoy that movie. Um... You know, I don't like car chases in movies when they're done shittily, and they usually are, in my opinion. But in that movie, they were done extremely well. So that obviously is an exception. Um, but, I mean, you know, like, it, what I was talking about really is that uh, there's a lot of movies out there, sometimes they're not even action movies, that throw in a car chase just to have some kind of uh, dramatic scene or action scene, even in a non-action movie. Or it'll be like a really kind of shitty, low-budget action movie, and they'll throw a car chase in there. And a lot of times those are just so phoned in, and you've seen everything they do a thousand times before. You know, the the first... Uh, Mad Max movie that is really a car chase movie that's like a classic car chase movie yeah how do you feel about that one uh, you know I felt like the first one was a little slow yeah I mean what, what year did it come out like 1980 1981 uh, I think it was like 78 or 70 really I thought um, you could you could IMDB it but um, yeah my favorite uh I probably like The Road Warrior and uh, Fury Road the best. So the the newest one and also the middle part of the original. You don't like trilogy. Thunderdome? No, I like Thunderdome, but okay. I didn't think it was as good as The Road Warrior. There wasn't as much... Um, uh, there wasn't, like, the big car chase scenes in that, and I think that's really what, like, you kind of expect in a Mad Max movie. But, I mean, I definitely, I definitely dug Thunderdome, too. I like all the movies. I just felt the first one was a little slow. But other than that, I've liked them all. And it's amazing they've kept the same director throughout the entire <laughs> run of the series, even though he's ancient now. Still can direct better than most people directing today, sadly enough. All right, next question. Okay, twerking. Ha ha ha. Gentlemen, TJ the unwholesome, Scotty the Scott, Ben the, uh... Bendito? Lee-faced. Okay. I was wondering if you could live in the alternative universe of any of these uh, somewhat peculiar folk you have on your program, which one of them would they be? Uh, you know, G-Time Johnny, Gail Cord Schuler, etc., etc., etc. Might be fun for the audience to say exactly why, okay. because I'm sure... Um, I would not live in Gail Cord Schuler's universe because I would get ass-raped... Or die of in a, yeah, drowning I, a, a semen bomb. Yes, no thanks. Know, stuff like that. So obviously, I would uh, go scales <laughs> universe for pretty much the same reasons Ben doesn't. But G Time Johnny really doesn't have his own world or anything. He just has a strange philosophy that we're not really able to sort through. You know, people tell me every day that they get it. Good for them. I'm glad they do. We do not. <laughs> we tried. We're, we're, we don't have the chops for it. I mean, I, I get some of it. Sure. I mean, like, there's certain things about it that make sense. 
but nothing there's really no connecting tissue between the ideas you know yeah sure tj you're just a word slave yeah i know i've always been a word you're a word slave slave from the word go. so yeah is it, did you answer the question yeah gail yeah yeah okay so Hey, Hello, guys. Guy. My question for you today is, what is your favorite dinosaur? Your mom. Favorite dinosaur? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Probably a T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably mine, too. Motherfucking T-Rex. Yeah. What, it, what it lacks in arms, it makes up in mouth size. Yes, it does. Drunken peasants. Al Roker, um, huh? Today, I would like to ask... James Avery. Uh, have you heard of Rare Replay? Um, coming out for the Xbox One, basically. Yeah, I have. I've heard of it. Anyway. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Hey, guys. Hey. So, a couple of months ago, the day after International Women's Day, I think, my school's feminist club booked a speaker to come in and talk about how women lack confidence in the workplace, and kind of, she also mentioned how this might spill over and other areas of life uh -huh. and she didn't really offer a solution to this problem she kind of basically just came in and said this and said that she had done a lot of research on this and i myself consider myself to be a feminist mm -hmm. but i still found this to be very silly and very disempowering and i didn't really see the point of it and it got me wondering do you think that maybe if feminists started removing that idea that it is the patriarchy's fault that women lack confidence and that women lack confidence it could perhaps become a more legitimate movement and do you think that by telling women that they lack confidence inherently because of the patriarchy do you think that people are actually setting women up to be less confident yes that's one of my major points about feminism is that it really treats women as though they're like spineless idiots you know, every, it's always saying women are brainwashed by this or women are misled by that or women are persecuted in this way or women's weaknesses are taken advantage of here and this and that. And it's like, you know, all it does is, is, is it basically is a list of grievances like men are the victimizers and women are the victims and that's just how it goes. And that's how the whole system is set up. And there's really nothing like that in place. It's totally of their own making. It's uh, totally within their own delusional mindset. And they do everything in their power to disempower women and make them feel like they need feminism. Because that's how, how they get people to their movement in the first place. They say, you're weak, you're powerless, the only way you can attain power is by embracing this social movement. And it's, of course, a total lie. Um, it's it's the same sort of lie the Republicans use to keep winning elections. You know, we're against abortion. We're going to put a stop to it. But then when they get in power, they're more concerned with, you know, deregulating uh, industries and fattening the wallets of their, you know, um, of the moneyed interests that really control everything in Washington. So the feminists are kind of the same way. They they just use this line, you're you're weak, you're powerless. The only way you can attain power is through us. That's my take on it. Hey DP, my question is, who would you like to see make a return to YouTube? Uh, my picks would be Paul's Ego, obviously. Uh, theoretical Bullshit, aka Scott Clifton. And Asrian Oak. So yeah, who would you like to see make a YouTube comeback? I don't care. There's no one that I can think of. I would agree with Paul's Ego. He's not really left though, he just only makes a video every 17 years. <laughs>
when the planets align. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely I would like to see more content from Paul, but, you know, he's got to make his shit in his own time frame. Um, as far as other stuff goes, I mean, I can't really think of anybody, but I'm not a big YouTube watcher. Yeah, there's the, there's only a few things you actually watch on YouTube. Yeah, you know, I watch... Uh, Nostalgia Critic. I like Top Ten Lists. I'll AVGN. Watch yeah. And I'll watch Top Ten Lists and shit like that. I like that one show, uh, but all the shows I, I can think of that I like are all currently happening. You know, like, so. All right, we'll move on. Yep. Question for the drunken peasants. I was wondering, what do you guys think is going to go on with North and South Korea? Tensions are rising. Shots being fired. Rockets blasting. I think that's already me. boiled or already, like, simmered down. Yeah, it for the most has. part. Uh, that, I mean, there's tension for sure, but that shit's always flaring up every once in a while. Yeah, we should just—they uh, should just wave you as a white flag. <laughs> Drunken peasants. Hey, it's a shorter, fatter, younger version of Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. I Look have two questions to ask you. Ask them. The first one is for TJ. Okay. TJ, have you seen Sargon of Akkad's Jehovah's Feminist video? I was just curious. Nope. As to whether or not you have. Nope. And number two, this one is for the drunken peasants. Okay. There's only two of us here. When are you going to start giving a fuck about the rage feed and finishing South Park the stick of truth? Very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be doing more rage feed shit soon. This month, there's definitely more coming. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be happening again soon. But um, I'm not sure yet. We will. The thing is that we promised the one dollar patrons they would have early access. But the problem is that until the end of this month, those patrons aren't charged for that new perk. So it may be about a month before it actually happens. But it's definitely gonna happen again. We got stuff going on. We got stuff. Planned. Yeah, I mean, we might as well just talk about that now. You want to just talk about the Patreon stuff? Yes, sure. I will have it up in just a moment here. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to say about that, though. There we go. So, uh, yeah, we got we got some Patreon shit. Wow, things are really looking up, man. And Scotty is going to have to eat an egg, yeah. which is awesome. Scotty hates eggs. He thinks they cause cancer. He's a moron. Anyway, uh, yeah, we've met that goal. We've met two goals since we started Patreon. Thanks to everyone. Yeah, we're pretty that's close. Helped. We're pretty pretty close to our goal of getting a professional website. Which I know you guys probably don't really care much if we have a website or not, but you know, it probably would actually be a good place to uh, uh, aggregate our content in an, in an effective way. Uh, but yeah, we have our one. We have a new one dollar uh, Patreon patron level that basically you get early access to rage feed content the way that's going to work is we're going to basically do live streams where we game for like three or four hours and you guys are going to be able to watch that uh if you don't if you're not a one dollar or above patron then you'll just have to wait until we cut it up and release it on the channel but that'll be weeks later so basically uh if you want early access to rage feed content sign up for the one dollar patronage level 
Uh, $5 a month, you still get access to our legendary drunken rambling private shows where we are a little bit more fast and loose than we are here. Yes. Uh, also, there's a Drunken Peasants U.S. World Tour once we reach 20000 a month. But oh. that's, that's a good ways away, so we'll talk about that uh, some other time when maybe it's a little closer. Um $10 a month, you get access to us doing uh, crazy commentaries on, uh, you know, whatever. We've done uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. We've done the Hulk Hogan movie, No Holds Barred. We've done a few episodes of Silverhawks. The GoBots. Yeah, GoBots. He-Man. He-Man, Masters of the Universe, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you pledge 25 or more, you get access to the DP Q&A slash Google Hangout, where we just hang out with our fans and bullshit and talk about whatever anyone wants to talk about. They're a lot of fun. Uh, $50 or more, all 10 of those are sold, So, uh, but that is uh, Cards Against Humanity with the Peasants. Yes, I will be in contact uh, with everyone. Um, yeah, regarding that. Yeah, I mean, like, once it goes through. $100 level is also all sold out, but that's to appear on the show. Uh, and then we have uh, a $1,000 level, which is, um, I'll just read it. Your name and any other pertinent information you wish to include will be added to the beginning and end of each episode, crediting you as an associate producer of the show. You will also receive a highly limited Drunken Peasants fan pack, including autographed t-shirts, posters, and an official letter thanking you for your support and more. So you can do what you want with the and more. Maybe you want to request that Ben sucks your cock or something. No, that won't happen. Well, you know, get him drunk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash DP. We encourage everyone to become a part of that. There's a lot of cool perks involved. We have a lot of fun. And uh, I'm sure that we're probably going to do the private show this upcoming Saturday, I'm sure, right? Uh, not the not this upcoming one, but the the following. Okay, uh, but then going forward after that, they will be the first Saturday of yeah. every month. We didn't S starting next. Well, Scotty wasn't here, so he yeah. fuck shit up. But starting next month, the private show is going to be the first Saturday of every month. Uh, so this is the last month where the schedule will be uh, kind of jacked up. But yep. but yeah, next month it's going to be the first Saturday of the week. But this time it's going to be not the, not next Saturday, but the Saturday after. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be filling some other perks as well for our other patrons, uh, such as we'll, we'll announce the times of the Hangout and other stuff uh, in the recent or the impending future. Anyway, I think we have time for a couple more questions before we wrap shit up. Okay. Let's do... Oh, yeah, i got to make this small. By younger, hey, fatter Peasants. Stephen King. I have one question for you today. No. I was wondering if you guys have made a bucket list, and if you have, what do you have on it? And if you have it, what's something you'd put on it? <clears throat> All right, um, bye. I would say on my bucket list is that I'd like to write some novels and maybe make a movie or two. I'd like to travel more places that I haven't been to. Yep. Like places in Asia. Mostly in like Eastern Europe. I'd also like to put out an album at some point. So I guess like if I ha if I was represented, if I had at least one novel, one movie, and one album, I'd be pretty satisfied. Because that means that I did something in all of the the three artistic mediums that I enjoy the most. But as a, as things stand, I've not done any of that. So we'll see. I guess that's why it's a bucket hey list. Guys. I'm going to my first Marilyn Manson concert soon. Cool. And so I was kind of wondering if you can give me a heads up on what to expect. She's what kind of 
You know, I've been to a she, bunch of them. She's probably already been to it. Sure. Since then. Doesn't matter. We yeah. can still give generalized advice. Yeah, sure. You know, I've been to a lot of them, and really, like, the wildness of the crowd kind of depends on where you are. I would say if you're in, like, a really conservative area, then the crowd will probably be a lot more wild. But if you're in a more liberal area, people don't have as many aggressions to get out, so it's not quite as crazy, usually. But that's kind of what I've seen. I went to a, a, a Manson show ages and ages ago. Yeah. <clears throat> I've, I've been to two of them. The first one I went to was I think I've been to seven shit. or eight of them. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, it, 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 it varies wildly depending on where you are, because I've seen them all around the country. I've seen him. I saw him in Las Vegas. I saw him in St. Louis. Some in Columbus. I saw him in New Orleans. I saw him in Columbus. I've seen him a few places. So I would say it really, it really does vary depending on where you are. But you've probably already had your experience and found out. But I've never seen it get like too crazy wild, except for when nah. he did the Slayer tour. But that was mostly because the Slayer fans were there. <laughs> And they suck. They really do. I wish they would all die. If you ever want to just get rid of, if you ever, if you ever want to clean up the human like genome, just burn down a Slayer concert, <laughs> you know, and uh, also some Transformers <clears throat> movies. That would probably do a lot to improve the species. Honestly, by the way, I talked shit about Slayer once to a Slayer fan, and he was also a fan of our show, and he was in um, not Finland, um, uh, Denmark, not Denmark. Fuck. That country we were in. The Netherlands? The Netherlands, right. And uh, <laughs> he, he was pissed at me. He was, like, getting, like, really furious. And he actually looked like Carrie King, too. Huh. Yeah. But I kept talking shit about Slayer because I was drunk. And I actually threw... I actually told him about the time I threw a bottle at Carrie King at, a, at the Slayer concert, and it hit him, and then a bunch of Slayer fans, like, tried to beat the shit out of me. And I had to, like, get out of there. <laughs> You're retarded. Nah, Kerry King sucks, and I'm glad I hit him with a bottle. Okay. So, Slayer fans, fuck you. That's it. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, and fuck Slayer. Even ICP is better. <laughs>